When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. It is October 7th. 2022 this is yourself it's october 8th here okay (laughs) and tonight four hours of wrestling on a friday it is the end of the week everybody is looking forward to the weekend weekend party and partying and tonight we had two hours of smackdown two hours of aew pre-gaming for tomorrow night's extreme rules isa are you pumped yeah <laughs> but yeah let's get but, lit. i'm extremely excited for extreme rules i think it's gonna be a fun pay-per-view it feels like extreme rules tonight just felt very unnecessary <laughs> Why couldn't yes. they just stop batting on the belts instead of rampage? Like, I don't know. I don't know that anything was accomplished in those two hours, you know, but I I, I enjoy SmackDown and I mean, I am excited for Extreme Rules. Alfred couldn't be here tonight. He's off spending yeah, time with his he family. <laughs> with Byron Saxton. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I showed my wife that clip the other night. I don't think I've seen her laugh that hard at me. You know, in quite a while. Was, yeah. Um, my mom saw it and, and we were talking about it. She's like, I don't think I ever seen the three of you not be able to just come back. And I was like, no, we laugh forever. <laughs> yes. It made my wife laugh a, a lot. You know, my, my wife, she's my rock in the sense that she always asks me questions, tell me it doesn't matter what my answer is. And she often raises her eyebrow at me. Oh, but she well, that's what funny. wives are supposed to do. It's true. It's true. Uh, before we dive into everything, we have some news starting on a very sad note. 
Yeah, um, yesterday it was announced by her mother that Sarah Lee, she was the winner of the last season that aired on the WWE Network of Tough Enough, have passed away at the young age of 30. Cause of death has not been revealed to the public quite yet, but I mean, she, I believe she had three kids, young, yes. very young babies. Um, this is such a sad news in the world of professional wrestling. And I watched that season of Tough Enough. I actually found her quite lovable. And yeah. I just could not believe the news. She's a baby, 30 years old. That's your baby. I know. It's so, so sad. Uh, that season is tough enough. You know, I, I know I've talked about how NXT TakeOver was a big deal takeover Brooklyn and getting me into wrestling but that season of tough enough was really my gateway even when I wasn't watching wrestling I was watching tough enough and that season's what got me to sign up for the WWE network um she just had the massive it factor on that show uh wrestled in NXT for I think a little over a year before going to start a family with uh Wesley Blake Yes. Um, and yeah, three children. So sad. No cause of death. She had posted Instagram. She was feeling better after battling a long-term sinus infection. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, Bull Dempsey uh, had posted a GoFundMe for her family, already well exceeding its goal. The GoFundMe is yeah. probably the the light note out of this whole tragedy. Is just seeing the names, the amount that people are donating, the wrestling, uh, some some talent owners. Like a lot of people are coming together to donate to this GoFundMe, and it, and it made my heart happy to see that it is exceeded expect like what what the goal was. Seems like probably within a couple of hours of it being posted. Yeah. So if you're able to contribute, please do. And our thoughts are with uh, her family right now. So sad. Very bright also light. Also thoughts and prayers with Mandy Rose and her family. Oh, that's um, right. There was something going on with her brother as well. I haven't been able to confirm what's going on with that, but I did hear that her brother passed away. So we're sending all of our thoughts and prayers to her and her family as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. How much? Go for it, Lisa. No, I was just going to say, I, I don't know how we transition out of that, but I don't know if you watch Bound for Glory tonight. I watched, I watched it on and off. I have too much going on, but Fandango made his debut yes. on Bound for Glory. And the first person I thought about was you, because I was like, does this kill our Brisango against Pretty Deadly Dreams? <laughs> well, Tyler Breeze was on the bump the other day, was he not? Yeah, he was, but do you, it, it would it be the same without Fandango? Uh, it's tough, tough call. And I, I mean, I love Fandango. I think, uh, but it's also its impact. Like impact seems like they probably wouldn't have a huge issue if uh, he was doing a one-off uh, appearance. Yeah, I or see your point feud. there. I see your point. Better for I impact, quite thought, honestly. I thought Impact delivered more than AEW tonight, personally. Really, even Bound with the controversial glory. ending. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh God, don't get me started on that ending. But Bound for Glory was a very, very fun show. The women really shined today. Mickey James and Mia Yim killed it. Jordan Grace and Masha Slamovich had a hell of a match. Like I really have fun watching Bound for Glory. Yes, I was watching like four things at once. Don't ask me how. But how? I had all kinds of screens going on. I was watching the MLB playoffs, SmackDown, and then Rampage, and then Battle of the Bells, and Bound for Glory as well. And wow. I was doing my stream. <laughs> that is crazy. I was watching wrestling, ate a burrito, 
Uh, <laughs> you know what I tried? I can't remember what the name of the pepper is. I have to look this up. I tried Orizaba, which is a chain out here. It has like these okay. hot oranges. Mm-hmm. And I never heard of this pepper before. I have to look it up again. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'll find it out. But it was like it was like a hot orange. And that like blew okay. my mind. That, that, that was keeping me Oh, you me liked awake. it. I did like it because it started very sweet and then it was hot. But then it was over quickly, which was actually kind of nice. Because you know how sometimes when you eat hot food, your mouth is on fire for yeah. an hour yeah. afterwards? And I actually really appreciated that this was like, ha, ah, ah, ha, hot, gone, done. Everything's fine. It was nice. I don't do anything spicy, but I, I heard really? some stories. <laughs> yes, I, I don't. I, even right now, I can't just because of my stomach condition. But even before then, I didn't eat any spicy foods. That is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, let me know if you find the name of the pepper but while you look for it i will give you our last news item for today john moxley has re-upped his contract with all elite wrestling he it looks like he has re-upped his contract five years and not only as a talent but it looks like he's moving on to also a coaching slash mentoring role which i think makes perfect sense I, he's done a lot recently he stepped up when he needed to i'm happy for mox i think mox is the perfect fit for aw what do you think no i think this is great for mox and i think um this is smart on their part announcing some level-headed locker room leadership that is going to be in place because if you look at not only the brawl out situation but andrade versus sammy guevara i mean I think it's very important for them to say like, hey, we've got some really like, I just wanted to say that Mox, the, the lunatic fringe, uh, as he was once known, is like the level-headed locker room leadership. Yeah, he's unhinged though. He is unhinged. But hey, <laughs> you didn't hear about those things, you know, when he was in WWE. No, I think I think he's great. And I think what he's done as of recently speaks a lot about, you know, his his dedication to this company. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, no, I so think... So, good, uh, good for Moxley. Securing that bag point. for Renee and their baby. Happy for him. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Arbol oranges is what's called the Arbol pepper. A-R-B-O-L. Oh, Arbol, like three. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. It was very good. Very tasty. Best thing I ate today. Ah, uh, I got to be honest. Those two AEW shows tonight were tough. SmackDown. SmackDown was completely good. unnecessary. I kind of felt like I wanted my two hours back. Like, I wish you could get a refund for time, you know? I know Fast Five was on. Like, and then when I was getting ready to do the podcast, I was like, oh, Fast Five is on. You know, the, the step up all in of the Fast and the Furious universe. Uh, I was like, I could watch Fast Five right now. No, I mean, here's the thing SmackDown, good opening, great main event. But this, you know, good tease build for tomorrow. But it, it, I think they kind of do this. So we talked about this before. I think they try and sync AEW sometimes by making the show a little harder to watch. So people at the end are like, you know what? I'm going to see what else is on. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I guess. Um, I was, I think the hype of the White Rabbit stuff in the middle of the show kind of didn't give me a, a down period of time for me with SmackDown today. I enjoyed it, but I'm also comparing it to what I watch after. So we had some uh, main roster debuts tonight. We had some <laughs> minor seismic activity in the bloodline. We had the reemergence 
of an old character. We had a tease for a return tonight. A lot actually happened on SmackDown. We had a giant rabbit walking around the arena. Dude, now, was that the Adam Rose rabbit costume? I don't know, but uh, there's a picture that you can see him coming from backstage. So this wasn't a fan. This was really planted by WWE. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone goes to a WWE show in a rabbit costume. A rave, maybe. Uh, people show up to Bad Bunny concerts in shark costumes. Well, but that's, you know. <laughs> uh, so... That's my segue music now. That's how I, I segue it. between things. Uh, let's talk about SmackDown, starting with Roman Reigns and Logan Paul. Starting with Triple off. H. Well, sorry, with Triple H. That's true. Like, I was expecting, I was like, oh, what's Triple H out there to say? What's he out there to do? And it was just kind of like, welcome to SmackDown. He was what's there the to give us a QR code, Glenn. Oh, that's right. Yes. Which the, QR, uh, the first QR code to, tonight came from Triple H's mic when he welcomed us to SmackDown. And he led to a weird video package that kept saying, let me in, let me in, let me in. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's pretty clear that tomorrow Joe Gacy is going to make his main roster debut. Shut up. Don't freaking put that out into the universe. It's got to be brave. No. <laughs> uh, who knows? Who knows what's in store? Oh, okay, we all know what's in store tomorrow. Like, yeah, this okay, is... after, after Triple H, we moved on to my daddy. We talked about daddies last time, so... <laughs> What? <laughs> well, we need to figure out who your daddy is, Glenn. We do. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Logan Paul and Roman Reigns faced off. Really, uh, Logan Paul faced off with Roman Reigns, with Paul Heyman. Uh, good promos, but I'm sorry. Sami Zayn once again stole the show on this. When Roman and Jay were getting into it, Sammy trying to to keep the peace uh, between them. And I have to admit, I love that Roman Reigns could not keep a straight face during this. Yes. Like his <laughs> laughter was infectious. I don't think I've seen him as tickled during a promo as he was tonight when Sammy was talking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very jealous of the effect that Sammy Singh has on Roman Reigns. If you want me to be honest with you, um, you no, just, this was this was fun. <laughs> Wait, what were you gonna say? You just you know watch a lot of Seinfeld, you know, and really like embrace uh, New York uh, Jewish culture. And I think you two can make Roman Reigns laugh. <laughs> um, no, I like this segment. I still, I feel a little bit for Logan Paul here. Like you just like threw him with the sharks with the biggest event that you have going on in WWE right now. I popped a little bit for the watch chance because I don't know if you watched his podcast where Roman Reigns was on it, but he didn't know what a watch chant was. Mm. So I am now declaring that the only time that it is okay to watch is when Logan Paul is cutting a promo. I will allow it. Um, I thought this went on just a little bit too long, and I didn't think it made a lot of sense based on the fact that we have Extreme Rules tomorrow, and these two guys are sitting there promoting Crown Jewel, I believe yeah. it is, the November pay-per-view. Didn't feel like we needed their appearances on the show tonight and maybe save them for after Extreme Rules was over with. But I'm never going to complain about seeing Sami Zayn break Roman Reigns, <laughs> you know, break him, get, get him out of character. I thought it was great. Isn't it incredible? The Roman Reigns is not wrestling tomorrow. In the big draw tomorrow, 
is the anticipated return of Bray Wyatt. You think that's the big throw tomorrow? I do. I think the other matches are good, but I'm looking at this like, okay, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. I'm very concerned for Liv in this match. I think Riddle versus Rollins will be a solid match. That's That and uh, Cross and Drew, I think, will both be solid, but neither of those, I think, are you know, on the level of a Roman feud would be. I do think um, Bianca and Alexa versus Damage Control will be a very good match. Um, I'm excited uh, for it. I just think even outside of the Bray Wyatt piece, just because it feels like an actual real Extreme Rules pay-per-view, hmm. you know, we've had so many Extreme Rules where we got one match with some kind of stipulation and the rest is just a regular pay-per-view. So I'm just excited to just see all these different stipulation matches on a card. Oh, pardon me. It's uh, Bianca versus bailey it's for the raw the championship yeah. but alexa and oscar are going to be with bianca and damage control is going to be with bailey so sure it's not. a six woman match kind of maybe alexa gets kidnapped earlier on maybe you know and it would be weird but i was like you know the way that they get themselves out of this corner they're painted into with live would actually be to have bray show up and help live no it's gonna be sarah logan now Sarah Logan showing up to help live? Yeah, they were friends. What the, it makes I mean, sense. Kind of, but she's going to be with the Viking Raiders. There's so many speculation about what's going to happen on that match. A lot of people are thinking Charlotte. Now you're th- like, there is a lot of different things going into it. I'm telling okay. you, this pay-per-view feels a little bit uncertain. I think it's going to be fun. If we go by, if Bray Wyatt is teasing, I saw this on Twitter. I can't take credit for this, but Teasing all this like Alice in Wonderland White Rabbit style promos, the White Rabbit's clock in Alice in Wonderland was two days behind. So if we're going based on that, he might just show up on Raw and tomorrow is just another, you know, made it Philadelphia sweat. tomorrow. People will throw. Yeah, but they're in Brooklyn it. on Monday. And yeah, Brooklyn people is in Philly will light garbage on fire and throw it in the ring well, if Bray Wyatt doesn't show suck. up. Sucks to suck. Give it to us in Brooklyn. I'm still biased. Just because I'm not physically there doesn't mean my heart is not there. Okay, Glenn? <laughs> oh, it's been a long evening. Um, yes, it has. I'm delirious so at this Koa point. Beat Ricochet in a pretty Killed good match. Him. Murdered yeah. him. Uh, backstage, Sammy talked about <laughs> taking... Solo under his wing, which James so <laughs> took offense by. Sammy called him a hothead, and Roman agreed. And they said, like, Sammy is now like, like uh, Jay Uso's manager to like manage his temper. Uh, like First this- of all, yeah. this was a, this was awesome, but Jay kind of was right here when he said we took him under my wing. Like, bro, dude, he's been my brother his whole life. Like, I felt Jay Uso had a valid point here. Hmm. Did you not? But in story, okay, in reality, sure. But in story, Sammy and Solo has been the feel-good duo. Yeah, for like two weeks. Not however old he is that the Usos have been dealing with him. Come on. I don't know. <laughs> I love Sammy's. Me too. Sammy's killing it. Um. Then they ran, Sammy and the Usos ran into the New Day, who were making fun of the Usos for- this was this was boss. great. And they said he's not your stepdad, he's the dad that stepped up. <laughs> I kind of missed the new day talking this way. I hadn't seen that in a while from them. Yeah. 
Uh, this was good setting up a six man tag for later in the evening. Uh, Hit Row attacked by Legado del Fantasma, who is not with Electra Lopez, now with Zelina Vega. Oof, do you have mixed feelings about this? Because, like, I'm so hyped to see Selena with them and I think it's going to rock, but I feel like if we don't see Electra, then they kind of did her dirty. It's just like, remember when Zelina was managing Andrade and with the stable with Angel? It just feels a little like I like this pairing, but it does feel a little like lazy how some parts were mixed up here of the, of yeah. the members. Like, that's the part that I'm like, is this? problematic right. right i don't know i'm very happy to see selena come back i'm very happy to see legado del fantasma on the main Absolutely. roster we've been waiting for this it just it just makes you ponder you know like what happened with electra why isn't she a part of it because i did think that legado carried themselves well but at the same time just seeing selena back in a manager role which she's so good at so i feel so like I have a back and forth on this. I'm, I'm, I, I thought it was well done. I, if they're going to wrestle each other, though, the size difference between BFAB and Selena is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. BFAB is very tall. <laughs> no, I think it'll be good, but I also liked what they were doing with Queen Zelina. Um, yeah, I'm sure this will be great. Yeah. And uh, they have history. It, Le- Hit Row feuded yeah. with Legado del Fantasma on NXT, so it That's makes right. sense. Uh, in fact, wasn't BFAB's only singles match against Electro Lopez? Yes. Yes. Don't know why I remember that. Because we cover NXT, sir. Otherwise, we will have no idea. (laughs) Bigfoot Sneakerhead, what's up? 499 saying CM Punk should go. Kenny and the Bucks should be stripped of being VP. Let's go back to wrestling. Wow. I love it. I love it. That's a statement right there. So also Sammy Guevara, but that's, that's a different topic. Speaking of uh, uh, Kenny Omega, I uh, saw the tease that uh, the Bullet Club is going to be on Impact this week, and I was not aware who was even in the Bullet Club now. Right. But with that new guy from the thumbnail, has anyone nicknamed him Kenny Nomega yet? Because uh, very similar look. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Yo. This <laughs> is the first thing that popped into my mind. Sorry. No, it's funny because I haven't even seen this thumbnail, but I know exactly who you're talking about just based on your comment. <laughs> I mean, it does kind of look like, like, um, oh, like this before your time, but like when the Dukes of Hazard, when like Bo and Luke left one season, they oh, replaced them the with their blonde yeah. and brunette cousin, uh, what was yes. it, Cody and Vance? Like they were yes. like, you know, if you're not paying close attention, you probably think it's Bo and Luke, yeah. you know? Very, it seemed <laughs> very it similar. Yeah, yeah, very similar <laughs> what they're doing with the Bullet Club. Um, but let's see. Uh man, Hit Row versus Legato with Zelina. This will be a good feud. This will absolutely be. Yeah, a good it will. Feud. It will. And I'm happy to see Selena Vega back and healthy and blonde. Yes, she looked fantastic. Uh, Legato she looks like a million does. bucks. And I hope they do something really different. Uh, so we got multiple uh, airings of the White Rabbit video game style commercial tonight. Uh, then we had Raquel Rodriguez and Shotzi versus Sony Deville and Zia Lee. What did you Rand, think? Very, of this very match? random pairing comparing to the we, we just had a women's tag team tournament 
and these women yeah. were paired up with someone completely different. So it makes this makes no sense to me. At the same time, Chauncey and Tank being back that pops me. Raquel is very strong. I just don't think that this match made any sense storyline wise. It was just kind of there. It's funny when commentary saying the tank is back. <laughs> Oh man! What do you think uh, of the new commentary team? I miss Pat. I miss Pat yeah, every miss week, Pat. but I do like seeing uh, Wade coming coming up. Yeah, I really good. enjoy him on commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat just has so much energy. Like Pat, here's what I like about Pat. Pat acts like whatever he's calling is the most important match, like on the card, and that yeah. show is the most important WWE show of the year. You know. Right, he adds uh, that level of importance to the matches to where Pat is just energetic and more on the funny side of things. That being said, I'm here if we ever have a WWE commentary commentator whose gimmick is that they're just over it and they're like, who cares? And they're just getting facts wrong and someone corrects them and they're like, who gives a shit? Uh, That's going to be us when we get to the AW portion of the... Yeah, um... (laughs) You know, it's like uh, <laughs> kind of like like a like a cooler version of like what JBL was towards the end of just completely yeah. not caring. Um, yeah. But Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. This was intense. It was. And they strapped it on or they tried to strap it on. <laughs> Tomorrow night, they're going to strap it on and go at it in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, I love the visual of Drew coming up from behind when when Carry cool. uh, On Cross was finishing his entrance. Those moments, I would always pop for them. This this got intense, almost a little too intense. I was like, Carry On Cross, save some for tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. But like, was my thought. I was like, Drew McIntyre. <laughs> like, but so I, I think this is gonna be a very good match tomorrow. Oh, oh, me too. Me too. And I'm very uncertain about who wins on this. That's what I'm telling you. This pay per view doesn't feel very predictable. Um, I think Karrion Cross should win here just because it's his first match back. But the way that they made Drew McIntyre look tonight, and with Karrion Cross having a little bit of a connection to the White Rabbit, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, promo for the Viking Raiders. No, it was, it was for Sarah Logan. Yes. Saying Valhalla <laughs> awaits. The Viking Raiders pointing out that absence does not equal weakness. And if that is true, my father was a very strong man when I was growing up. I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh, but it's funny. Uh, I've never heard that before. Welcome, I've, was, ladies and gentlemen, to the Daddy Issues podcast. Yes. <laughs> oh, like, we always like, end up on the daddy topic. I'm sorry, yeah. sorry. No, it's fine. Well, I, I could you really go off be. on this, but we got to... We, we got a lot of wrestling, and I love you, you, and I care about That's, you. No, I, I was reading that article today about Herschel Walker and light of the bombshells uh, that have been dropped, like with his kids. He sends random texts where he's just like, "I love you, I love you, I love you," and his kids try and start a conversation. And there's nothing, and it's like, I swear to God, from my dad, like three times a week, like, "Hope all's well. How's it going? How's it going?" If I try and engage, like when I do respond, it's just like there's no conversation. It's like this might be a bot as opposed to my actual father sending. <laughs> Maybe there's a service. Maybe there's a service for negligent dads where it's like, we're just going to send affirm- random affirmation text to your children. And this would be good for someone's got Man. a lot of kids, you know? Man. Bless my dad. I have a great dad. He shows up I mean, to my streams every night and leaves a comment in the chat. 
how crazy yeah. like how 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 supportive is that even though he has no idea what i'm saying because i stream in english are you sure he's not doesn't think he's showing up to your sister's streams no no he's showing up to my stream. Okay, just make it sure <laughs> but i'll never forget about that <laughs> ever ah <laughs> uh, uh sarah logan coming back that'll be interesting yeah SmackDown um, can use a couple of extra new stars, and we saw some tonight, so I'm excited for it. We got a hype package for Liv and Ronda. This is the problem. It's like they're hyping that. We just we need more meaningful women's feuds. They've kind of gone back to having the championship feud, and everything else is just kind of like right. an exhibition. Right. Agreed. It's tough, you know? Agreed. For um, the first time, AEW is actually doing that with uh, Soraya and, and Britt Baker. It looks like they're mm -hmm. setting them up on a field and they, there's no title involved there. And I appreciate that. I miss that. So Sami Zayn was out there with the Usos. The New Day's <laughs> surprise partner was Braun Strowman. How exciting. Everyone in this match was a tag team champion except for Sami Zayn. Come on. We don't come. Well, did Braun ever win it with anybody other than Nicholas? I one is the one-man team, you know? Yeah, I guess. Um, as soon as Brown came out, I knew the bloodline was losing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they did the same thing with the infighting and Jay and Sammy and can they Fun match, though. It was good, though. It was yeah. a very, very fun match. Is this when that Michael Cole got knocked out or was it on the main event? It, was it in this? I thought, no, yeah, this it was where he came at Sammy uh, at the table. Um yeah. This was fun. Yeah, it was a great match. It was fun overall. I, I liked the New Day promo earlier. I just I haven't seen them like that in a while, so it was exciting. Yeah. Um. Oh, backstage, Max Dupree attacking Marseille yeah. Mansois, uh, telling Maxie not to call him Max anymore. He says he's LA Knight and then walks off. But we have not gotten the answer to the question yet, which is which? No, sorry, I hit the wrong button. Okay, take two, take two. We're going to pretend I didn't do it yet, okay? So okay. Uh, he says he's LA Knight. He walks off, but we have not gotten the answer to the question yet. And that question is... Why male models? We don't know. Why? Why? Why was he Max free? <laughs> Why did he start Maximum Male Models? The mystery said, remains. Do you feel like it was a little bit of a burn on Vince McMahon when he said at the end, I, did, I don't, I'm not sure this was ever for me anyways? Yeah. Like it felt like that was like a little bit of a of a hit and uh, uh, whoever put him in that position. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, it was uh and that's actually a more interesting story. So people were cheering for LA Knight, but here's the thing, like LA Knight was on NXT when the least people were watching NXT. Wow, Glenn, way to kill the moment. Like I'm hyped that he's back and you're just like, he doesn't matter. <laughs> I think more people would recognize the name Eli Drake than LA Knight. Yeah, probably. But we'll see what they do. We'll see what happens. Yes. <clears throat> um, Dylan Matthews, thank you for the super chat. The main event tonight. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bigfoot sneakerhead, four ninety nine. Sheamus versus Gunther was amazing. Needs to be in Hell in a Cell or a ladder match. I mean, this isn't going to be it. This match. First off, does Sheamus do like the the chest equivalent of blading? Like, how does Sheamus manage to get so much color on his chest when it's because time he's so to, light? Know, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the key. Yeah, the whiter you are, the easier it shows. Ah. I like I, I really love this match. It wasn't I prefer the first bout compared to this one only because there was a couple of shenanigans that I could have done without. Mm. But I have a feeling they're I don't know. Do you think they're done? Do they run it again? Because no. Gunther is 2-0 at this point. But yeah, he's not. He hit it tonight. He tapped. Yeah. How did the ref not see that? Is this a is this an AEW ref? Oh, maybe. Yeah, got to get Jimmy in there. Uh, Dylan's uh, saying, I'm so glad Triple H wasn't treating LA Knight and Max Dupree as two different people. Actually, that might have been kind of clever. That would have been awesome, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, these two men, is, this was um, big, meaty men slapping meat at its finest. Yes. It was I a very it. good match. I think that um, the six man tomorrow will be good, but yeah, this this could very easily end uh, in a cage. In hell, yes, and Sheamus continues to deliver banger after banger after banger. (laughs) Now, isn't that a sausage in the UK? So, oh, that's actually kind of funny now that I think about it. Because bangers and mash, isn't that what a banger is? I don't know. Oh shit! I just picked up on that. Yeah, banger is a British sausage. I had no idea. Wow, why do you keep killing all my fun? No, no, that actually makes it more clever that they keep saying we keep delivering banger after banger after banger. <laughs> this was fun. These two guys—they just have. I mean, I feel like they put on bangers, not the sausage. <laughs> Against anyone they go against, but I don't know. There's something special every time they face each other. Yes. And of course, we had the rest of Imperium out there. So the Brawling Brutes came out there, which means we got to see Butch in all of his glory. Butch. Uh, Terry on Jr. pointing out Nigel McGuinness was released, which he was at Raw. Yeah, Nigel, I was really surprised. And Jimmy they... Smith also. Yeah. Crazy. Booker is going to be calling NXT. NXT. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I very much got used to that commentary team. So I will see how the difference, you know, what it does for him. Yeah, it will definitely be different. But no, good main event tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll see what happens tomorrow. But The White Rabbit. The White Rabbit. I'm so excited for this. I'm sorry. I just love it. I'm having fun with it. I feel like it's very 50-50. Like some people are like, they need to pay it off already. And some people are like me that are just enjoying it. Yes. What do you think, Glenn? Um, I think that it is 
I like that they're experimenting with this, but they're not telling a coherent story. And that frustrates me as someone who has run alternate reality games before and played alternate reality games before that this is like a little bit of puzzles for the sake of puzzles. Like, I don't think they're doing, I don't think the narrative is accessible enough. I see what you're saying when you put it that way. I was waiting for, I would assume it will come out eventually on YouTube or something. After yeah. they reveal him and they're done, somebody will put together all of the clues and everything, and then it's gonna probably look messy. But it does make it makes the viewing experience more exciting. Just looking for it, it and like making sure you catch the QR code. It's fun. Uh, requesting the audience uh, from burner account for Issa to say banger again. Here, let me uh, get that on a count of three. Just give it to me one, two, three, and banger. There we go. Uh, oh, baby, I saying I'm a heel tonight. No, I'm America's sweetheart. <laughs> sure you are, Glenn. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, so let's go with Rampage. Oh, I like this match a lot. Uh, opening up with Black Cool Combat Club, Moxley, Wheeler, Yuta, and Claudio Castanoli versus Roosh and Private Party. Roosh. Yes. Of course. Anything Blackpool Combat Club, I'm going to enjoy. Like The talent in that group is completely incredible. And then there's Wheeler, Yuta. But <laughs> outside of that, <laughs> the talent in that group is fun. I love seeing Rouge, but this was a very, very hot opener. And it was a very hot start of the show. The crowd was hot for it. It felt like a live show. I will give them that. They had a very solid action-packed start. I mean, you're going to open the show hitting Moxley's music? Come on. Oh, yeah. Of course, people yeah. are going to go crazy. Yeah, people were very amped um, for all of this. So we went right from this to another good match with Josh Woods and Tony Nese versus the Varsity Bonds. Okay. Josh Woods and Tony just getting that win. And then Mark Sterling announcing that he has trademarked the term varsity and they're going to be the varsity athletes, but they were interrupted by the acclaimed, the ratings yes. draw of AEW. Yes. Making sure that the show was watchable tonight. But do you think they're already starting to run it into the ground a little bit? Like they no, know. No, shut that up, Glenn. <laughs> did you not watch the national scissoring segment on Wednesday? I did. That was borderline the most wholesome thing I've seen in a while. People were scissoring each other. He says, scissor me, Glenn. Glenn, scissor me. Scissor me. Thank you. See? We're friends. Trying to find the, the roosh drop. Roosh. Yes. I got it somewhere. <laughs> I really need to organize these. I have these drops yeah. and they're just like date and time. And I've renamed some, but... uh. Yeah, not enough. I don't know. I like the acclaim. I, I I see your point, but I did think they saved this segment. I do. Rouge. There. They must sound good. Rouge. It's all in the tongue. Um, so, <laughs> I can't do it. We've discussed before how my tongue is connected in the front of my mouth as opposed to the back of my mouth. And... Uh, you know, sometimes that that creates limitations. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I I feel bad for the varsity blondes. I don't know that they're ever gonna do anything with them. They just show up to lose. 
Brian Pillman yeah. Jr. is so talented, and the yes. other guy, the Jungle Boy wannabe, also like they need to do something with Jungle them. Boy wannabe. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, Jack Perry can pass the mantle, pass the title of Jungle Boy now that he's going to be Jack Perry. Oh, I now call him uh, Jungle Jack Boy Two Men Perry. That's his name. Because okay. <laughs> uh, he's growing up, you know, he's not a boy anymore. He's not a boy, not yet a man. <laughs> Get that reference. Yes. Uh, Ty and oh, Anna J versus Sky Blue and Madison Rain tonight. It's not that it was not my favorite match of the night, women's wise. It was fun. You liked it? I mean, it was fun. It was quick. Like it was, um, it felt more meaningful in a way than what we saw on SmackDown. Uh, true. Why? Well, because at least we had an established tag team Which that one? had a story. Well, yeah, uh, I guess Ty Conti and Anna Jay have been together for a while. I do like yeah, seeing part them of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, and yeah, I thought uh, Sky and Madison were good. Like, yeah, I mean, this this was quick, but I wasn't bored during this. Those were good talent showcase. I think yeah. with WWE, the problem is, I feel like what WWE does this sometimes. WWE overall does better women's storylines and matches that have stakes and meaning, but they're also right. very guilty of saying like, I don't know, just go out there and wrestle. Um, right. Where it's very, and tonight was one of those where it was just like, yeah, this really didn't advance anything. Yeah, but I am in agreement with Dylan in the chat. I do find a heel Anna Jay a little awkward. Like she hasn't really, I don't know. I don't know. I'm giving them a chance because I did like her and Ty together and I like that they're sticking together. But I just, I don't know. There's, there was just something about this match that I just didn't really feel invested in. Okay. What about Death Triangle versus the Dark Order for the AEW Trios Championship? And I got to admit, like Dark Order, I think sometimes, you know, since since Brody has passed, um, the faction hasn't had a lot of direction. Uh, are they comedy? Are they serious? Tonight, they were wrestling like a well-oiled machine. It is the yeah. two-year anniversary of Brody's last match in AEW. I thought they should have won this tonight. I get that it's good for Me Pac too. and Death Triangle, but I have to say this is... I thought they wrestled a hell of a match tonight and I would have been very satisfied uh, emotionally had they won. Yeah, but the problem is that once they made it a trio's title, do you really want to pass these titles around a third time in less than a month? Yeah, because we got to kind of wash the, the stink off of them. Yeah, but that's what they gave them to the triangle for, know, for them but... to lose them in their very like first or second title defense. It's just like... These are brand new titles, and I personally think the elite were gonna hang out with these titles for a while. Have what happened not gone down, you know? And I just feel like if you just came, created these titles and then you just went from the elite to the triangle to dark order, I mean, and, and I also couldn't couldn't help but to think this was supposed to be Andrade's match, and you know the drama oh, yeah. that went down. So, but overall, as you mentioned, the one thing that I noticed is that dark order looked great tonight. Yeah, a lot of good three-man work. Yeah, and you forget how good they are because they just treat them like you said, you know, like you just don't know, are they are they a comedy? Are they a serious, you know, threat or whatever? 
I thought they, I thought this was a very very well wrestled match by all, by all of them. Excuse me. I think though, right now in wrestling, I feel like there are too many titles that just stay put for such a long time. Literally. I think it's the trios title. Who gives a shit? Like it's it's not. There's no legacy. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Would I mean, it yeah. Have bothered me. Uh, um, but it's no a suspended hot... titles. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm the suspended AEW champion. <laughs> a lot of competition. That would be amazing if they had like a cinematic match, like somewhere in a parking lot for the suspended AEW championship, and it never gets Yo. defended, like on a pay per view or even in the arena. No, you had to be suspended. There's always somebody suspended. Yeah, I mean, and, think and you could, have, you could like, have Eddie Kingston, Andrade, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, maybe CM Punk, A Steel. There's a lot of people that could be contending for this title. You could have Andrade show up at CM Punk's home. CM Punk's the suspended champion. Andrade's like, I'm winning that belt. Instead of the 24-7, AEW yes. has the suspended title and they have suspended. to defend it at home. And that way you can keep the blocks going. Being the elite could just be all about them not wanting to lose the suspended title. I'm telling you, like... This is take lemons, make lemonade. Yeah. You know, you got to do something. Um, So we went right from that into Battle of the Belts. So How many really people like, do you think watch Battle of the Belts? Give me, a, well, give me an early estimate of what you think the number for the viewership is going to be. 350,000. That's generous. Okay, I'm going to say... Three hundred forty-nine thousand. What is this? The fucking price is right. Like, yes. <laughs> you would totally. Be, I'll, I'd be that person on the price is right that says a dollar because I'm just yeah, thinking. Know. You know. Yeah. Point ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Pack wrestled Trent Beretta from the Best Friends. Yeah, Trent Beretta is very good. He very, is. very good. This was a fun match. Pack wrestled basically back to back matches. Respect. Yeah. And this all led to, we're going to see Orange Cassidy against Pack again, even though we just saw it two weeks ago. I know. I was just like, this, this happens like every other week. Um, yeah. Anyhow, Jade Cargill took on Willow Nightingale for the TBS Championship. And I knew Willow wasn't going to win. I don't think Willow... Is Willow even signed? I wanted Willow to win. I, I Willow got her signed. first... She got her first AEW TV win as part of that tag match with uh, Absolution 2.0 on Wednesday. Um, yeah. But man, I would have liked to see her beat Jade tonight. I, I love Willow She Nightingale. wasn't going to be She's it. She wasn't going to be it. I knew when she got that promo on Wednesday. When Jay was like, I really beat you twice. And she was like, yeah, well, can you do it a third time? And I'm like, yes, she can. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jay Cargill is a star, man. Like the, the it factor that this girl has all around her. But is it getting stale? They, they just haven't built anybody for, for Jay to just kind of like be scared that his streak is going to end. They have to start building. So, I mean, they were doing that with Chris Statlander. I think Jamie Hayter right now has a lot of momentum going for yeah. himself. So that could be somebody. I think I think Jay Cargill could even move on to the main title picture. And that way you can use this TBS title picture for, for girls like Will Nightingale, like, you know, Ruby Soho, some of the girls that we're not seeing get opportunities. Has Jade beat Abaddon yet? 
Uh, no, I don't think so. But Abaddon is like 32 and 2 or something like that on Dark. So why isn't she being... And it's Pokemon. It makes perfect sense to see her all over TV in October. I think Abaddon is the most underutilized talent yeah. on AEW television. So she's always on Dark. You can see her there. I don't get it. I don't get it. Such a good character. Oh, yeah. Naya Rose. <laughs> Naya Rose stole the Oh, yeah. Vicky <laughs> came out... Um, Caused the distraction. Nyla stole Jade's belt. Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, Bernie has a good point. Like, if Will isn't signed to AEW or Ring of Honor, like pff, NXT should absolutely go to Impact. That knockout division is incredible. Yeah, how many people watch Impact each week though? I don't know, but the knockout division—they're putting on good matches. Like they're doing. What channel awesome is Impact even on? I don't know, Glenn. Why are you asking me all these questions? It's like almost 1 a.m. here, okay? Can you ask me when I'm more prepared? I'm just saying, if you had your pick right now to work for any wrestling promotion, Issa, like, and like legitimately you could work for any promotion, would Impact be your... And I'm not just throwing shade at Impact. I'm just saying, like, you want to be seen by... I like, definitely will pick Impact before AEW right now with a women's division, yes. Okay, there you go. Um, so Stokely Hathaway and Matt Hardy face to face backstage. Is Stokely Hathaway, um, is he trying to be like, um, the Brad Pitt character in Ocean's Eleven always eating something? Have you noticed oh, that? Maybe, maybe on Wednesday he was eating an apple. Today I saw him in the crowd eating. He just, he just gave me flashbacks of that. Well, you know, Han in the Fast and the Furious series was always eating, and that's because uh, the director said the detail was that Han had quit smoking, and that's why he was. you always saw him with food. Oh, makes sense. I don't know why I know so much Fast and the Furious trivia. Yeah, you last... should, if they ever do who wants to be a millionaire Fast and the Furious <laughs> edition, you should be there. Uh, Hook was backstage with Lexi Nair. The Trust Busters gave Hook an envelope. He tore it up. It could have been a birthday card with a check in it, for all you know, Hook. He didn't care. Who does that? Just tears up an envelope? Yeah, like open it at least. I've torn up junk mail before without opening it. It's never been anything good. The second that happened, you know what it would be? Here's what I would do. Like, I'm going to, you know, tear up, like, a Costco thing, and it's like, oh, hey, it was your rewards check, you know? And I'm like, oh, I thought yeah. it was a mailer. Yeah. <laughs> I've probably done that. Yeah. Oh, Costco rewards. Um. So, oh, uh, Tony Storm. Tony, looking a little like Lacey Evans tonight with that hairstyle. A little retro. Yeah. For Tony Storm. Yeah. Looking good, though. Uh, with Hukaru Shida addressing Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter ahead of their match. Next Shida week. was mad, huh? Yes, Sheeta was mad. <laughs> Gates of Agony with Princeton and Ah oh. headed to the ring, followed by FTR. We saw the ass boys dressed as FTR mocking them. Oh my god, that was the best part. What did you think of uh, FTR versus Gates of Agony? Is that how you think FTR should be booked, Glenn? Honest We've talked about this before. Like, when there are concerts, there are headlining bands, and then there's like the last act of the show. Right. And 
with two hours of Friday Night Wrestling after two hours of WWE wrestling, like kind of felt like the last act of the show, which isn't to take away from any of the competitors, but it was just like, man, I was not, was not emotionally and physically like able to just, it was just, it was just too much. It was just too much tonight. I was ready to tap out. By the yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I know that they have three belts, but that still doesn't mean that you're being booked strongly, you know? And just seeing them just being booked here at the end of Battle of the Belts against a team that not a lot of people are familiar with, it just doesn't seem like they're doing FTR right. Well, because here's here's what it is. It's a very indie thing to do. It's like when the Hardys were on their quest for gold. Wrestling TV in my mind, should be about storylines, feuds, stakes, emotions, developments, and everything around the match that makes the match, like, everything around the match is foreplay and the match is the payoff, right? Um, right. This felt very much like an indie, like, we're just going to go around and wrestle the best teams, which is good. It's good exhibition, but it's not... No, it's, it's AEW avoiding putting them in the title picture right now. And yeah. I get it, because the acclaim is very over... Just I've heard I don't everybody know. loves the acclaimed. Yeah, it's 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 not a thing. It's a fact. Yeah, it's a fact. But I mean, the match was great. FTR is always Very great. Like, when do they not wrestle a good match? Like, and at the end, everybody came out, and we got to see Warlow, which I always appreciate. Um, Samoa Joe came out. It's just like the every main event of AW Dynamite ends the same way. A bunch of people come out running, and they all start beating each other up. I think it's kind of like going to a Bruce Springsteen concert <laughs> in the sense where it's like, this is really good, but I don't know that I can take three hours of this. Like I, maybe just, I feel like the two, two hours. I'm like, of, I'm good, you know? I feel like the two hours of AEW felt gave me house show vibes. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. It was fun. There was a lot of good wrestling. It was live. Did any I have of it, to give it to him that it was live. That also did really any helped. of it matter? Not really. But where's the belt? Nyla stole the belt. Well, yeah, yeah, but no titles change hands. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just felt very, like, if even Willow having the acclaim tonight, just come out. Even having just the acclaim come out for the pop. They tell me that didn't feel very house showy. Yeah, it felt, that's why I'm saying, like, they have to watch it with the acclaimed because if they overdo this, it's like things get stale in wrestling. Very, like, they don't always get stale very quickly, but when they do get scale, stale, it's not like it goes from a 10 to a 5, it goes from a 10 to right. a 1. Right. Yeah, I, I just I, I, I don't know. And maybe there's a little bit of like it's so late. We just watch um we just watched SmackDown, but it just didn't feel like do, do I have to tell like I told you how I always pace it. And it's the same with SmackDown actually. The, if you're not watched that you miss something that is must watch before you watch the next show. You know, in SmackDown, I maybe I did think that with the whole Drew and, and, and Karrion Cross interaction and the white rabbit stuff. But outside of setting up some matches, nothing that happened. I will tell you, you have to watch before you tune into Wednesday Night Dynamites. Yeah. But here's so my even, question. Asa. Even with it being live, Rampage still felt the same. And Battle of the Belts hasn't felt important since, like, the first one. I mean, here's my question. Asa. You go to see Bruce Springsteen live. 
and he's going to play Dancing in the Dark. He's going to play some of the hits. But, like, when you get to the third 10-minute saxophone solo in the middle of the show, like, you don't want to leave because you want to hear Born to Run, but you might want to go to the bar. You might want to go get a pretzel, you know? And you're like, I'm not going to leave, but I I, kind of need a little bit of a break. This is a little too much, you know? Right. Yeah. Kind of like that sometimes. Yeah, it was was a very... It was one of those nights where they just burn you out with so much wrestling, especially if you were also keeping taps up bound for glory. Oh you my know, god. If we yeah, have if remember. we have extreme rules tomorrow. So I mean today for me because you know it's you're late. living in the future. Yeah. Do you want any information? Do you want me to tell you who won the Mets game? Can you bet on it still? <laughs> When I was a kid, because of like time difference delays, I did think that once when we moved to California, I was like, I could call a friend on the East Coast, and he could tell me what happened in the game, and then I could bet on it. <laughs> and I didn't realize those things were shown live simulcast most of the time. <laughs> so then I changed it, and I'd be like, I'm gonna call my friend on the East Coast, he's gonna tell me what happens on Knight Rider tonight, and then I'm gonna bet my friend what's gonna happen on Knight Rider tonight in the West Coast airing. I'm gonna make uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was a very unique child. Yeah. Um, so. Well, I used to think there was gas stations on the clouds and planes stop for gas. You know, you can refuel a plane in midair. Yeah, I know, but I used to think there was actual like, rest stops. For our account, Glenn was 21, 21 years old at the time. No. <laughs> seven, maybe. Six or seven. He still does know. it. Yeah, I still do it. So. <laughs> Uh, but okay, so after FDR won, Gates of Agony beat them down. Brian Cage ran out, Wardlow ran out, Samoa Joe ran out. Like, I gotta talk about Brian Cage. Like, you can only pick a crazy haircut or a crazy beard. I think the combination of both things is very distracting. I think, look, I mean, I'll say Karrion Cross looked better with a bald head. No, no, yeah, Karrion Cross would be more menacing. No, no. You don't think so? Like cross with hair all the way. Okay. Interesting. We are we are polarized. Uh, let's do some extreme rules. Twenty twenty two predictions for tomorrow night. Let's. Can't wait to see how we disagree on everything. First uh, of all, who is the white rabbit, Glenn? I kind of want it to be Joe Gacy. It's not, but I kind of want it to be Joe Gacy. Why are you so evil? I want it to be Joe Gacy, and I want him to say that the fiend, the spirit of the fiend, has inhabited him. That would it's be the gonna, most. It's gonna be Evil Marie. Oh my god! As Evil Marie. Oh my god! She's gonna show up in a Playboy bunny. Yes, with black hair, because now she's Evil Marie. Oh my god! Stop! It's definitely Bray. Yeah, it's Bray. Butch. All right, let's do predictions. Okay. Uh. Liv Morgan, who literally down since day one in NXT wrestling under under her own name, I've been a fan of Liv Morgan, I fear is going to get killed by Ronda Rousey tomorrow. As she is, I have Ronda Rousey. <sighs> you have Liv, right? I want it to be Liv. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe Sarah Logan shows up and helps her. The fact that you can't even say it shows you how confident you are on Liv Morgan. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think. I mean, maybe Bray shows up. Maybe Enzo comes back. And maybe they've reconciled and Enzo helps her. Okay. I'm still going to say Ronda. Okay. Ronda's probably winning. 
Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins in the fight pit with Daniel Cormier as the special guest referee. I have so many thoughts about this match. I feel like I'm going to say Seth Rollins, right? Okay. I feel like you can set up a Daniel Cormier against Matt Riddle in Saudi Arabia just because they were both in UFC. Maybe Brock Lesnar shows up and we finally see Cormier versus Lesnar, but in WWE, I have oh, a lot yeah. of thoughts here. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Rollins just because we already announced a title match for him on Monday. I don't think it'll make sense that he'll go for the United States Championship after losing. So because of that, I'm saying Rollins. Man, a year or two ago with the heat between <clears throat> Riddle and Rollins, this would have been insane. There's even worse now. Have you not been seeing their promos? Yeah, but that's... I'm, <laughs> I want real behind the scenes. There's real oh, behind my... the scenes okay. things being said. <laughs> Drew McIntyre... And Karrion Cross are going to strap it on in a strap Stop match. saying that. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Does that make you uncomfortable? You strap <laughs> on a strap. It's called a strap. You strap it on. My dog is listening, okay? I'm going to say Karrion Cross. It's his first match back, so he should probably win here. Mm. What about you, Glenn? Nah, but I worry about Drew, man. Drew's, I mean, he got that last loss. Yeah, exactly. So what's another one? It's true. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Bailey ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship. Bailey. Damn. Okay. You don't think Bailey wins? Mm, I mean, I'd like to see Bianca win but okay. uh no bailey's what? bailey's got a lot of momentum yeah um what about edge versus finn balor with judgment day in an i quit match edge barely ever loses if ever however i did I, if i go by the dirt sheets there's some rumors that there's a big pushing store for finn hmm. i also feel like hear me out because the one thing that I've gone back and forth here is who does the Brave feud with if he was to come back, right? You can't put him in a main event picture right away. Who is a credible baby face that Bray could go against? And I keep thinking that's Edge. You know, I think Edge and Bray will be interesting. I'm going to say Finn Balor. Besides what Judgment, if- they have been losing a lot of matches also. With Finn, though, man, you know, Finn, Brave versus the Fiend versus the Demon. Yeah, but they already did their feud, I know, but so maybe save saying. it for later. Yeah, I know. No, you're right. You're right. I don't want. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Bray come back to redeem feuds that we saw kind of kill the Fiend. Okay. I want to see him stay away from that. Like Seth Rollins, I don't want to see him go against Seth Rollins anytime soon. Okay. So I'm gonna say what? Finn wins yeah. here. Uh, listen, think about it. What if Rhea Ripley, like, is punishing like. Beth Phoenix, and that makes Edge says I quit. Maybe the White Rabbit is not even involved here, and it's like something completely different. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm gonna say Finn Balor. Uh, what about Brawling Brutes, Seamus Ridge Holland, and what? Brawling Brutes. Versus we need Imperium. revenge from tonight. Yeah, we need revenge, revenge from tonight. Yeah, I agree. Butch. That's gonna happen. Butch. Who do you have on Edge versus Finn? Um, I think your point about Edge makes sense. Okay. Wow. Um, I'm so proud of myself. But maybe, maybe Finn. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
tune in tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when I'm going to tune in because I'm not covering it, but I'm going to tune in. Well, I'm covering it. Yeah. So, how 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 do you how do you do this, Kisa? How do you have this stamina? Uh, a lot of caffeine. It's not working as well for me anymore. Even with the energy yeah. drinks and the coffee. It's, it's mostly like the gym. Like I, I go to the gym and that gets me all hyped up. But then when I get done, like literally when we finish and I like turn the lights off, I am like done. Hmm. Like I feel like there's some kind of level of adrenaline when I'm here talking. But as soon as like I hit in live, it's, I, I like die. <laughs> like I fall asleep yeah. fully dressed 90% of the nights that I'm streaming because I'm so exhausted. There you go. There you have it. Well, tomorrow... Uh, it'll be me it's... justin labar and jimmy corderas nice that'll be a fun panel well thank you everyone for tuning in tonight <laughs> it's a long night of wrestling <laughs> follow isa at nyc Dima diva that's diva with a one follow me at glenn rubinson go back and watch nxt the other night with uh, the byron saxton alfred <laughs> exchange it was the best. There's a shorter clip of it on my Twitter if you guys want to see it. Yeah, really, really walked into that and owned myself with that one. Um, I can't believe you said that. I I laughed immediately. The context made sense. You said it so innocently, though, and you didn't realize me and Alfred were already gone with that comment. <laughs> this is why I love the three of us. We really have to get together and do like an in-person thing eventually. It'll happen eventually. It will. Um, so everybody have a great weekend. Rush. And uh, we will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. Happy Extreme Rules. See you next time. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown.